I've been asked multiple times about the idea that we say about the biggest tzaddikim that because of their connection to the Eibishter, which really comes from the klal, that they're above the possibility of making a mistake. In other words, the community holds them. And the question, of course, is that Meishar Rabbeinu is cited in the Chumash as having made several mistakes. You have one in Parshas Pinchas, where Moshe got upset and he forgot the halacha and Pinchas had to remind him. And you have another one in Parshas Matos, where Moshe Rabbeinu got angry and he forgot the halachas of Hagola and Libun Kalim and he had to be reminded by Elizabeth ben, ben Aaron Akoyin. And you also have one in Parshas Masay, where Moshe Rabbeinu because he said that Moshe Rabbeinu would answer all the big questions, he forgot the halacha and the Bnei Slavchad had to bring it back. How do we reconcile the idea that when a person is so connected to Hashem and he has the Koyach HaTzibur that raises him above the possibility of making a mistake and these episodes in the Chumash, and there are more, where you find by Moshe Rabbeinu what appears to be a mistake. I will attempt to answer that question to the best of my limited abilities. I'm sure you understand how sensitive a question this is um, and how difficult it is for anybody to attempt to answer such a question. I'm going to give you my answer, the way I see it, the way I understand it, the way I feel it, so to speak. There are two types of mistakes. Most of us make a mistake because we're doing something wrong, meaning we're doing something we didn't want to do. Like we were tired or we were lazy, so we missed something or we did something half-baked and it came out wrong. Or we simply were overcome by lust and we did something wrong. Or we were overcome by anger and we did something wrong. We were overcome by jealousy and we did something wrong. Or we were overcome by trying to make an impression on other people and did something wrong. These are the kinds of sins we commit, regular people. Big tzaddikim have incredible control over themselves. The classic example of a tzaddik's mistake, the way it's brought in Chassidus, is Yitzchak's decision to give ace of the brachas. The Maimorim actually used the expression that Yitzchak made a mistake in this with a great emphasis that it was a mistake. My understanding is that when people of this caliber make a mistake, it's not that they slipped, that they lost control, that something got into their head or heart to make them do or say something which they knew they shouldn't have done or said. Rather, it's a choice. Like when Adam ate from Itzlas Tevara, it wasn't lust, it wasn't weakness, it was a choice. He looked at the world and he saw that the Eibishter told him to eat from the Eitzachayim only, which means that the purpose of the creation would have been realized in three hours, and then the world would have already been mavurar, and all the sparks of Tayu would have been integrated into Tikkun, and the world would be a holy place, but there would be very little Avoidah, there'd be very little Yugiyah, and probably just as importantly, most of us would never have been born. It would just have been the 600,000 parent neshamas, which are the sources of the 600,000 sparks that come from each of those 600,000 parent neshamas. And he made a decision that he's going to eat from the Eitz cause the world to fall, 
introduce to the world the need for that we need to engage with the world on the world's level where we're a part of it and where we're affected by it and we're vulnerable and susceptible to the world's temptation and anger and lust and phoniness and we'll have to struggle but going through that struggle will bring a in an incredible way and this is how I understand the Moshe Rabbeinu's mistakes in quotations even though Moshe Rabbeinu's mistakes are frequently linked to anger and anger seems like a loss of control uh, anger is a loss of control I would propose that even Moshe Rabbeinu's anger was a choice and that he chose to demonstrate anger like the Rambam writes that uh, you're never allowed to be angry but sometimes the parent has to look like they're angry because of the impression he wants to make on his followers so Moshe Rabbeinu chose to show anger and that choice to show anger which quote caused him to forget or somebody else to get the schus to to share the halachas of like the story with Pinchas that Moshe forgot the halacha and like the story of Elazar and Pashas Matas where Moshe Rabbeinu forgot the halachas of Kashening that it's not a mistake, it's not a lapse, it's a choice. Moshe chose to show anger, and in doing so, he left Pinchas his space, he left Allah his space. Um, it's considered a sin because they were told explicitly by the Abish to do something else. They, tzaddikim of this caliber, understand the possibilities that Avodah Hashem presents and that the world presents and they choose to go in this direction or in this direction. And that's how I would explain to you the so-called mistakes of Moshe Rabbeinu. That Moshe Rabbeinu said, come to me, because that was the right thing to say. Um, the Abishter wanted the B'nai Slavchad to have the schus to inspire the halachas of B'nai Slavchad. Uh, Moshe could not have said those words, come to me. Had Moshe not said those words, come to me, then he would have been the one the real Allah of Allah. Moshe didn't slip or have gaiva. He chose to say, come to me. And in so doing, he automatically left it open to the B'nai Tzlachad to reveal this, these mitzvahs, this Allah. It's considered a chassad in Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe Rabbeinu was supposed to give us the whole Torah. And one part of the Torah, by his choice, was given to us through him with the intercession, with the intermediacy of the daughters of Slachat. I'm going to give you a powerful, powerful proof for what I'm saying. Um, the Gemara says, and this is a Gemara that everybody learns this time of year when people are trying to make siyumim, so you learn Masechta Tamid. So you read the story of Alexander Smugdun, Alexander of Macedonia, Alexander the Great, that Alexander Mugdun conquered the whole world. And there's a record a secular record, a Goyesha record, a Greek record, a Latin record of him traveling from Greece down through Turkey, down into what is now Lebanon, that it was called Phoenicia, and then Egypt. And then he traveled along the coast of the Pacific, of the Indian Ocean, till India. And he conquered. Um, but there's no record of what happened in Israel. 
The fact, however, is that before he came to Israel, there was a temple. When he left Israel, the temple was still there and the Jewish people were still functioning and so on. Nobody knows what Alexander did in Israel. But the Gemara tells a story that Shimon HaTzadik, who was the Kohen Gadol and the Nasi of the Sanhedrin, and was probably a Navi, put on the big Dekhuna Gedeil and went out to greet Alexander Smugdun. And the Jewish people were very afraid that dressing so fancy would would agitate Alexandros as if he's trying to compete with him. And when Alexander the Great saw Shemunatad, he got off on his horse and he bowed. So his general said, Your Majesty, since when does a god bow to a man? Meaning that Alexander was considered a god. And Alexander said, Every time I go into battle, this man goes into battle with me. This is the story in the Gemara. Now the pshat of this story is that Shimon HaTzadik, who was a Rebbe, like our Rebbe was a Rebbe, or is a Rebbe, and like Moshe Rabbeinu was a Rebbe, looked at the world, and he saw two choices. Choice number one was that the culture of Avedazara, of paganism, would continue, people worshipping idols, which had been going on for thousands of years. And the Gemara says in Masech Avedazara that people couldn't handle the temptation of Avedazara, so the Anshikas Sagadayla removed it. Shimon HaTzadik made a choice. I'm going to help Alexander's fight and win, because Alexander's represented Hellenism. Hellenism is what you and I would call today secularism, godlessness, rather than many gods. And Shimon HaTzadik made a choice to support Alexander Smugdun, just like the Alter Rebbe made a choice, to support Alexander the Tsar of Russia against Napoleon Bonaparte, Sadiqim make these decisions. And the world deals with these decisions that Sadiqim make. The Abisha gives the Sadiqim this right. So Alexander Mugdun won, which means Hellenism won, which means Avedazara slowly but surely was made into something that's mythological and cultural and not real. Because one Jew made a decision that he preferred for all of history, Hellenism, which means secularism, to paganism. Now, there's a word from the Alter Rebbe who said that when the Gemara says that they took the taiva away from Avedazara, they put it into money. And he finished the statement by saying, I'm not sure it was worth it. So think about this. The Alter Rebbe was reacting to the Ajka Sagdaila. But specifically, he was reacting, as I see it, to this decision by Shimon HaTzadik to pray and to help Alexander Smugdan win, because the victory of Alexander was a victory of Hellenism over paganism. No god over multiple gods. And then thousands of years later, the Altareb would come along and say, I'm not sure I was worth it. So how do you understand that? Who made a mistake? These are choices that Gedele Yisrael make that affect the entire direction of the world. And there are other examples that I could give you of the same. So when Sadiqim, quote, make a mistake, it's different than our mistakes. Because our mistakes are lapses. They're lapses of judgment. They're lapses of self-control. They're lapses of consciousness and responsibility. Sadiqim don't suffer like that. Sadiqim are always in control. They make choices. We should chose to say, because it was the right thing to say. Moshe is the Rebbe, he's the Nasi Ador, and everybody has to know that everything comes back to him. But because he said it, one piece of Teira had to come through him, 
to another medium through the B'nai Tzlavchad. It's called a mistake because really we should have gotten the whole Torah from him directly. But it's not a mistake in the sense that he lost control. It's a mistake in the sense that he decided that this was preferred, that it's more important for him to say straight, come to me, because that's what needed to be said. This was the truth. Even though he understood that one piece of Teda would now come to the Jewish people, not from him directly, but through an intermediary. Thank you.